Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Take a seat. Join us. This is Control Alt Delete. Today's tech. I was just going to say, I was so excited to say it. Oh, sorry, today's tech today. Today's tech today. Or tomorrow's tech today. Or today's tech today. Anyway, uh, the latest weird, wonderful stories from the world of science and technology. Starting off first, college age heterosexual men are more likely to be charitable and give a woman money. If her nipples are erect, her nipples are erect. One hundred percent true. <laughs> this is an actual study, and that has been done. Four hundred and twenty-one men were part of this uh, study that was done in New York, uh, the State University of New York at Oswego, whatever that is. Wanted to see the impact that erect nipples would have on a man's behaviour, and it turns out that men are going to be far more charitable to an attractive woman if her nipples are erect, because apparently, according to this journal, the Journal of Evolutionary Behavioural Sciences, uh, erect nipples are seen as an indicator of sexual arousal to straight men. So they're like, oh, get me a bit here. You know, and it's, you know, it's our evolutionary hardwiring. They're more likely to part with uh, $100 to an attractive woman if her nipples are excited and erect. I would do very well then. Why, is this a problem you're faced with on day? You must be having oh, lads yeah. throwing money at you. Even when it's warm. No, I haven't. And now I'm wondering why. Maybe I need to be attractive and have hard nipples. That's it, because unfortunately they they state in this study, right, that they used traditionally, what would be traditionally described as attractive females. Yeah. They do not know whether this will work on, as they say, um, older, less attractive, ugly women. Traditionally Older, ugly less women. Ugly. So, do okay. you not know if you're an ugly old woman, will your erect nipples help you get more charitable behaviour from men? They don't know yet. I'm not super old. Oh, you fell down the stairs now earlier on. I'm not super young either, <laughs> clearly. Um, but yeah, this is this is a problem for girls. Some girls have nipples that just don't like to chill out. Um, maybe you know there was always a thing with Rachel and Friends. Rachel and Friends. Victoria Beckham always has pointy nipples. We shouldn't be nipple shaming. No, don't. Look, I think they look great. I'm just saying it is distracting for people mm. when they're just there, you know? Now, the other question you have to ask is why was this a question for the researchers? You yeah, what, what are I they mean? trying to get at here? Not even get at, but why did this come up? You know, do you know we should study what? You know what I love? Erect nipples. <laughs> Let's study erect nipples for, for like right. for ages. Well, in fairness, right, it, it's something that you notice, whether it's on guys or girls. If your nipples are poking through your top, yeah. you're going to look at it. Yeah. I'm not looking at your nipples poking out because I'm attracted to them. You don't lie. Don't lie. I have lovely nipples. Do you want me to get no, them excited don't. now? I, I I'll don't. turn the uh, aircon right down to minus four. Do not want to see that. I'll be cutting glass by the end of the show. The name of this study, right? The name of this paper was The Point of Nipple Erection 2. This was the sequel 
to obviously the point of nipple erection one. Oh, okay. The effect of nipple erection on intended and expected altruism. So altruism is obviously your willingness to be kind and charitable. So they found that men expect greater altruistic acts from women with erect nipples is further support that men perceive these women as more attractive. Yeah. I can understand. They also thought that women with erect nipples would be more charitable to them for some reason. Oh. It's all very weird. That is quite weird, actually. But anyway, if you um, are worried or embarrassed about your erect nipples, if you can't really control them, you can't really do anything about them, you can get more out of men. Straight. Yeah, it's really good to know. There we go. So that's uh, what science is looking at, the impact of your erect nipples for ladies. Amazing work that's been done. And again, how that got by the research board, who knows. But anyway, uh, moving on. China, we mentioned this before, is... Uh, implementing a new travel test for COVID people. So if you travel to China, you have to get a test on arrival. Yeah. But what they're doing for all the foreigners and all the tourists that arrive to China is giving them a COVID test in the... Bum. In the bum. So they have found recently that anal swabs are a really quick and accurate way to predict whether or not you've got COVID. And rather than do it to the citizens, I think they're trying to deter people from coming in. A real pain in the ass. Ha! All the tourists and all the people who travel into China now are being made get an anal swab. No, I feel more sorry for the people that have to take the swab. Yeah, yeah. Like, disgusting. Yeah, it's really, it's really awkward. So, the swabs, apparently, according to the country's health officials, are better at spotting COVID infections since the traces of the virus apparently persist longer in your bum bum than in your lungs. So they might be able wow. to track and trace and do this a lot better. I think they're just... I think they're taking the absolute. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I think I think they are. But anyway, it caused a lot of problems. If you you're probably not planning on flying to China anytime soon, but just be warned if you are, that's how they're testing people. Bring it in over here. Oh yeah, you want to come in, do you? We'll leave the borders open, but you have to get this in the behind. Ew. Yeah, definitely. Like if they brought that in in Ireland, saw people traveling in here. Outside your 5k. Yeah. You're outside your 5k. You just have to take one of these up the bum and there you go. People would Jog stay at home. home. I don't think they would. I think people are so desperate to get away and they're like, Grant, go on. All, everybody walking around with sticks up their bum. <laughs> Did you get the COVID? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm Grant though, but he rings and bits. Um, so that's happening over in China, just so you are warned. Um, moving on to spinal implants. They are theorizing that in the future, because we will have augmented reality and we will also have will become uh, what would be like more bionic we, you know you can get implants in your eyes yeah. that'll help blind people see you can get pacemakers but you can get uh, e- hearing aids that'll help people hear and all these kind of crazy things they're hypothesizing now that you will soon be able to get implants on your spine that will give you a range of emotions on demand right so if you want to feel happy you'll be able to hit a little button and your nervous system will make you feel happy Oh, right, okay. But sex researchers claim that they're now going to be able to develop implants that will go into your spine that will allow you to have an orgasm on demand. That's nice, yeah. I like that. People might be getting addicted to them, though. Yeah, I think I think you probably would. Take the uh, human connection out of it as well, so you don't need someone. You're just like... Uh, uh, well, I will say, oh, oh. from um, hearing a lot of girls' stories about boyfriends and, and things that may have looked at a little bit too much, mm. you know, yep. of the good stuff in their day, yep. find it harder to maybe finish or orgasm. Yeah. Because they're not getting pleasured yeah. as easy. So it could be a nice booster for that for that type of person, no? So when they're all rapping, it would just hit a button and you're like, close down sequence initiated. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, so that's what they're looking at, implementing these devices, these implantable, not even wearable, implantable technology that'll change how we live and in the future and, and link us up to tech and phones and the whole lot. Like you could have a remote control that somebody else has that they could just do do when they want. You know the way you can already get wearable you can. Stuff There's things that you can get and your boyfriend can control it, yep. especially when you're living long distance and yep. during COVID and stuff. Um, so now this could be a game changer. There you go. So we'll keep you updated on that. But who knows? That could be the future. You can remote control. <laughs> shock jocks will get interesting. Oh, actually, do you know what? If that is a shock jock, I wouldn't mind. Okay, well, that would be all kinds of weird if you're giving me very, that shock. Very, very weird. Very, very weird. Every... At least it will be a, a, a nicer feeling <laughs> than in your neck being. God, yeah. Destroyed. Every question you get wrong, we get an orgasm. That'd just be the weirdest <laughs> radio in the world. Imagine, imagine that. Question is wrong. <gasps> I think that would probably be a first. Might be, yeah. Well, uh, as soon as that's out, we'll get working on it. But anyway, uh, aging, if you're terrified of growing old and dying and not being able to walk and falling downstairs like Saoirse, there is uh, researchers who are looking at developing a treatment and a drug. It's called metformin, and it can slow down age-related diseases like heart disease, cancer, and dementia. Uh, and they're looking at it as a potential way to expand, expand uh, your lifespan to make you live longer. Oh, that's a cool idea. Mm. I like this, yeah. So um, a lot of people obviously want to, are terrified of dying, terrified of death and don't ever want to die and want to be immortal and extend our lives. Now, over the last number of years, our life expectancy has gone up significantly anyway for most people around most places around the world. But now, um, over at the Institute of Aging Research at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine, they're working on this now and may be able to, this new drug called metformin, this new treatment, uh, should be able to expand your life by not a lot but like five six years that's good you can add it on for the crack that would make a huge difference to people Um, yeah and you know what we're all owed at least an extra year if you think about it 100% I'd say two at this stage at least two it's going to be two yeah it's going to be two so we're all owed those two years they've just disappeared it's so depressing to think about it that you haven't done anything new different fun for the last really for the last uh, year year and a half so we definitely are owed a bit of a it's like time and Lou. Yeah, time and Lou. Yeah, absolutely. So we've worked that up, so fingers crossed they can get, they can get that done. Um, sooner rather than later and help improve uh, the amount of years in which you live. Finally, we're talking about self-driving cars. One of the risks that people have with self-driving cars is what if the car goes AWOL and just crashes into people? You know, what if you're crossing a zebra crossing and the self-driving car is coming up and it's cameras and it's radar doesn't really know it's a human person and just ploughs right through. Yeah, see, that's what I'd be worried about as well. Yeah, so would I. Because, you know, stuff goes wrong with tech. It does. And I know you say human errors happen all the time. And of course they do. Car crashes happen every single day. But I still would feel safer with somebody behind the wheel than it just being kind of automated completely. Do you know that kind of way? I don't mind it if you have the option while you're in the car. Yeah. And you can stop it if the thing isn't going to stop itself. Yeah. So, uh, already that's happened. I mean, self-driving cars have been involved in fatal crashes and problems. Yeah. Um, and that is one issue. How can cars recognise humans all over the place and make sure that they get 100% of the humans and don't drive through someone and crash them? Uh, researchers over at Princeton have come up with a potential solution. I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, they're asking, or they're, they're proposing that people would wear these reflective gadgets on their person that would help the radar in the cars. It would basically bounce back the radar so the car could recognise you a little bit more but now it means that when you're going out and about you have to have these things on you otherwise you run the risk of getting ploughed over by a car 
So it would be like a little mirror oh. or a little reflective device so the car's radar and sensors could know 100% that this is a human and that we won't stop and play them over. But then you, you have to carry this. Yeah, it just seems a little bit complicated. Yeah, they're called uh, radar de- reflecting devices and that will make them that will make you far more visible to these cars so that you wouldn't have to worry about them too much um, doing that. But I'm kind of like, is that half... Is that kind of half saying that they might run you over eventually and you should probably have this just in case? You know what I mean? You want the car to be able to recognise that you're a human and yeah. don't run me over straight up. But... um. That is what they're looking at to try and solve that problem so that we can get self-driving cars on the road sooner rather than later. Fully autonomous, not that someone's behind the wheel and it's cruise control, but fully autonomous driving cars, which, I mean, will be amazing. I've seen some of the videos of self-driving cars. Your car will come out of the car park and drive up to where you are. See, what I think it's going to be amazing is on a night out when you can't get a taxi and it can drop you into town, wherever, just drop you off and collect you at a certain point. And you can be as merry as you like and the car will drive itself. That, mm. to me, is bliss. Or, I don't know if you ever had that fear of ordering a taxi to go to the airport when you're going on holidays. Those things from the past. Oh, yeah. And the taxi either doesn't come. Oh, it's really, really late. Or yeah. is late and you're like, Ugh. So if you can just not have to worry about any of that, jump into the car, it drives yeah. you there, you get out, make it go home, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Happy days. Um, so fingers crossed... That might be a, a better world we live in in the future, but to prevent these cars from crashing into you, the Princeton lads are bringing out these little wearable radar reflective devices. Uh, starting off costing uh, two grand. <laughs> this is a device oh. for you to wear, a little radar reflective device. Two grand so you won't get ploughed over by a self-driving car. Imagine you forgot to wear it. Oh, yeah. And you know, it was your own fault for not doing it. Um, but listen, that is a Control-Alt-Delete this week. Anything else that you might have missed, you want to give us a shout and mention, do let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp. On the way, we have music from MK with 17. First, though, the latest from Ed Sheeran. This is Afterglow. It's Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. I used to hate my name. And hate your name to the point where you maybe don't call yourself by your christened name. Dare I say christened the name you were given at birth. Um, and did you ever do anything about it? Did you change your name? The reason I want to talk is like if your parents gave you a name that you really just just don't like, did you ever bother doing anything about it? There was a story recently. A mother named her child, apparently. She named her child... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Indica. And a lot of people seem to think that this is named after a strain of cannabis. Now, she did go on on her Instagram and she tagged the word hashtag cannabis. And there is a particular strain of cannabis called Cannabis Indica, which is a certain strain. Apparently, that's the mother's favourite strain. And is calling your child after a strain of cannabis inappropriate, dodgy, bad parenting? I mean, I would say so, but most people wouldn't put two and two together when it comes to that. But I do remember being in Penny's one day and there's a child in the pram and all I hear is Beyonce! Beyonce. Someone called their child Beyonce. Beyonce O'Reilly, get in here now! Is there a lot of... uh, I know there's a lot... Rihanna's were very popular the last while. There's a lot of uh, Rihanna's. People in Dublin are called Rihanna. I wonder if there's many Beyonce's. There's one that's probably now about ten. Oh, lovely. Yeah. But I think the name Indica is a nice name. It's a very, it's like indie, indie air, you know, indica, I-N-D-I-K-A-H. And here's the other thing, right? I was thinking, right, mm. calling your child after, um, it's just a name at the end of the day, but if you believe that calling them after cannabis strain is wrong and immoral and bold, surely then you have to hate the name Poppy. Yeah. Because Poppy is obviously the heroin plant. I don't like the name Poppy. Do you know? It's too um, airy-fairy. <laughs> For my liking. If, you're, if your name is Poppy, you definitely have one of those dream catchers hanging over yeah. your bed and you're into astral projection. Or Daisy. I know a girl called Daisy. What's wrong now with she's Daisy? she's only small. Daisy's Daisy. in the thing. You're one the actress. I know, it's a bit... Daisy Edgar again, Jones? It's just a, not Normal a... Normal people? Not a great strong name, I would have Daisy. said. Daisy. Daisy, yeah. Why so many vel- lowercase vowels in there? Or low, low, you know... Um, it's pretty. It's a little girly cutesy name. But, but Poppy's but a nice name, isn't it? For some reason my CEO head... CEO called Poppy? No, it's a very British name in in my head, Poppy, for some actually, reason. Yeah, obviously because of the, the they yeah, the but puppies. also it reminds you of a child, a little girl. Con- oh, come called over puppy. here, puppy. Yeah, which ah, is lovely. Puppy. No, it's is not. Is Poppy great. short for anything? No, I don't think Pop so. Poppy. Poppy. There's an American singer songwriter called Poppy. Fair play to you. It could be a good pop name. It is a good pop name, yeah. Indica. Indica. All right, fine. Um, I'm getting I'm getting educated and I have to pronounce the uh, the drugs properly. Indica. What did I say? Indica. I like Indica better. Yeah, see, you it. Indica's Indica. nice. Uh, indica. But maybe it's pronounced Indica. Yeah, okay, Indica, fine. Um, but is there an issue? Is there an issue with it? Like if you grew up and your name, you were named after a cannabis strain, would you change your name? Um, there's certain Irish names that I would change quicker. Like what? Anything with like fathers and stuff. Hang on a second now. Come on now. Now some of the Irish names are so annoying. You don't want to spend your whole life having your name mispronounced. These stupid Irish names like mine that spell all sorts of muddly, jubbly nonsense that makes no sense. I still struggle to spell your name. I struggle to spell my name. I spell it wrong in emails all the bloody time and I have to go back and correct it. Your name and Dunleary. If I had to send a letter to a search in Dunleary I'd be like, ah, here. (laughs) I'll just just drop it out to you because I cannot put, I cannot write that down. No, I'd be the same. It's just annoying. They're annoying names. Do you know anyone who's ever legally changed their name? I don't know anyone who's legally changed the name. I was very close to doing it when I was 16. Why? You're allowed to do it when you're 16. Oh? I just hated it so much. Do you not need parental permission at 16 to do it or can you do it without? Apparently not. Now, I don't know if that's changed, but I was told and I looked into it at the time that I was convinced that was it. I need to go and change my name now. I hated it. 
Don't hate it as much now. It's grand. Sixers is a very nice name. I think it's a grand name. I don't think it's great, but it's fine. That's a good name. It's a good Irish name. It's a very good, strong Irish name. It means freedom. Just don't like it that much. It's grand. Don't hate it. Don't particularly like it. If you're listening and you hate hate your name, let us know. Do you hate your name so much that you would actually consider changing it? Or maybe you did change it? My mum changed her name. To what? She was Geraldine, right? She never liked Geraldine and then her younger brother started calling her Deanie because he couldn't say Geraldine. And then that stuck. That was like her nickname, her short name for years to the point where she just got it changed. And that's on her passport now. Deanie? Mm, yeah. Random. That's so strange. Yeah. There's only... The, the, yeah, so... Um, well, I mean, Geraldine, Deanie... Yeah, usually it's shortened Geraldine to Ger. Yeah, true. You know? Okay, it's kind of cool though. And then um, a mate of mine doesn't go by his first name. So I know a few people, this can be a very country kind of thing. He goes by his like third or fourth name. So his name is like Anthony, David, Michael, Jerry, Gerald, Jerry. Mm. He goes by Jerry and drops the rest of them. I think I know a lot of people who might have been christened with like four or five, might be more of a country thing than a Dublin thing. But they wouldn't go by their first christened name. They go by their second or third name. Yeah. And then obviously back in the day, people changed their name, not legally, but all the time. Like my granddad was born Jack mm. and he was known as John his whole life. Yeah. Like that was kind of normal. Yeah. A little bit weird. Anyway, uh, let us know. Are you the type of person who would uh, who hates your names? Anyone hate their actual name to the point where you've considered legally changing it? Maybe I have. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. MK17 It's Cormac and Sushi here on Room 104 with Play Blue You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie You know you want to 0876797104 If um, we want to know if you are the type if you are someone who hates your own name a mother got a little bit of abuse online for naming her daughter after a strain of cannabis Cannabis Indica apparently was uh, the strain of cannabis that's the mother's favourite she posted up on Instagram people were like oh, that's a disgrace you're naming your child after cannabis but then you got to ask is naming your child Poppy naming it after heroin and naming it after kind of that stuff as well but uh, let us know if you if you hate your own name to the point that maybe you've thought about considered or even done done something you've legally changed it 0876797104 is there any twi- quick texts coming in people are saying my name is Grace oh, which I appreciate Grace, yeah. Um, yeah lovely now I don't know if this one is a uh Real or not, the one that's unopened there. My name is, apparently. Your name is what? No, there. The third message there. My name is Derma, apparently. What? Yeah, see, I don't get that. And I don't know if they're trying to be funny. Oh, right, yeah. So I'm not sure. It's slightly confusing. Yeah. Um, I know a couple of people who've legally changed their names. Like, if you legally change your name, can you change it back? Like, is there a limit to how many times you can change your name? I don't know, actually. I'm sure there's a cost of going to court and actually changing it, but like... <laughs> if we legally changed our names for a show you know where you were Cormac and I was Saoirse that'd be weird for the crack and it was legally changed can we change it back like, wouldn't do it you know I just fear You know, did your parents ever tell you that when the wind changes if you're pulling a funny face and the wind changes your face will get stuck like that forever did you ever get told that no I wasn't told we that we never told that no oh fear of God put into me as a kid if you're pulling a stupid face and the wind changes it'll stick like that and the amount of times it was like I was, my, I was just told if I sit too close to the TV that I'll need glasses. Oh, you get square eyes and you I, go blind. And now I do. 
have glasses and I have square eyes. Are you wearing your glasses this evening? I'm not wearing them this evening, no. So when we're not wearing it, right, the screen here in front of Saoirse with like the text messages and stuff. Can't see anything. I have to put it on like huge <laughs> mode. I ha- have to put it on like zoom. You know the way your your L one has the phone. <laughs> I'm not that bad. Are you wearing it? Well, this yet. is probably a little bit better. It's only my left this. eye. My left eye is really bad. All right. And the right eye is perfect. Oh, I'm the other way around. I can't see out my right eye. Really? Yeah. Blurry. No, it's my left. Like, that's all foggy. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, still to come on the show, we'll be doing some uh, small little feature called Inconvenient Truths. These things that are actually true and facts will blow your mind and shock you. But you may have heard last week we uh, played out our song for Tala. What we've been doing over the last few uh, days and weeks here on the show is remixing different parts of Dublin into um, songs like this one. Let's get down, let's get down, fingers. That was obviously for fingers. We've done Cabra. Abra, an absolutely whopper song uh, The last one was Tala We're going to play that out in a second uh, DJ Sammy's We're in Tala But this week We need to know What part of Dublin We should be remixing Okay so we have done As I mentioned Stalorgan Fingers Cabra Tala Drimna Walkinstown Blanche and Tala, which I just said. So, uh, where's next? We've had some um, requests to do Ballyfermot and Ballymun. A lot of requests came in for Swords. A lot of requests did come in from Swords. So, where's home? Where are you listening to us from right now in Dublin? Where would you like us uh, to remix? 087-67-97-104. Let us know. We'll do it this week because we have to kind of decide by tomorrow so we can start getting suggestions in about what to include from the place where you're from. So, things like Most Famous Pub, Chipper, Takeaways and the whole lot. So, let us know on 87 Quickly, uh, we just got a message in there. Uh, a few days ago, my cousin was looking at boy dog names and she said to me, I'm going to name it Cormac. And then I said, just to let you know, I don't like the name Cormac. This is from Layla. Layla doesn't like your name. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? All right, Layla. Uh, Layla's gone into the list of enemies. <laughs> He's literally writing this down on a piece of, of paper. enemies... Layla. It's not a good thing that she didn't want to call. No, Layla's a stupid name. The the dog Cormac. No, just saying. She's saying you're not dog ugly. You're just no, 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 no standard. No, no. All right, Layla. The line has been drawn in the sand. You can never oh, get out Layla, of. Uh, that was funny. You can never get out of the. Uh... Oh, oh, here. No, no, I don't care. No, this is moving on. No, no, no. I did like the name Sersha, but a certain girl in school has kind of put me off the name until I started listening to Room 104 and I like the name again. Oh, that is so lovely, Sam. Thank you. Whatever, Sam. There you go. See? If you knew Sersha, you really, if you knew her off the mic, you'd hate her. You probably would hate me, yeah. You'd just be like, I am a bit of a see you next Tuesday. (laughs) I am, though. But you're a klutzy see you next Tuesday. Yeah. You fall down the stairs, you burn your hole off with boiling (laughs) hot coffee. But I have a great... You crash into walls. Personality. I have a great, great personality. personality. <laughs> Do you though? No. <laughs> oh dear. Oh God. Anyway, um, thanks Sam. That was lovely. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, drop us in a WhatsApp though. Where should we remix? Where should we butchered? Um, this week, what part of Dublin are you in that we'd like us to uh, attempt to uh, remix into a certain... Certain part of uh, a certain song we will do. So listen, let us know where you're from, what part of Dublin we should remix next. And here is the latest one we've done. This is DJ Sammy's We're in Tala. We've gotten most things in. The BYOB, Leisure Blacks, Rovers, of course, and The Square, and Robbie Keane. But here's 
the latest one on Room 104. Let us know where you would like us to do next. Drop us in a WhatsApp, but enjoy. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Uh, thank you, Sam, who's messaged in to do Swords this week. He would like us to remix Swords into a dance song similar to... Let's get down, let's get down, fingers. Uh, and he said, obviously you have to do Swords because they have the airport. They do have the airport, yeah. Is they it don't, in, it they isn't don't own swords, it. Oh, they do. It's sword, the People's Republic of Swords. They've got their own airport. Yeah, the airport's in Swords. If yeah. there was ever going to be um, some sort of revolt and the People of Swords decided to declare their own republic, they would have the airport. We'd be screwed. They'd block it all up. Uh, yeah, they'd do what they want. Um, so listen, any other suggestions? Keep them coming in. I've been keeping an eye on this as well. You might have seen... Uh, <laughs> do you remember a couple of years ago when the Icelandic volcano erupted yeah. and caused absolute carnage and chaos. Couldn't fly anywhere. Couldn't fly anywhere. Now, this is all we need in the end of 2021. This is literally biblical stuff is happening at the moment. A plague, there's been wildfires all over California in the west of America and in Australia. Mm. The earth's on fire, there's a plague. Europe's tallest active volcano has been spewing lava for three weeks. As you do. Yay. The last thing we need. Can you imagine? This will be it, right? The lockdown will be lifted, you can all go on holidays, and then the volcano Wiped will erupt. out by lava. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't even be the lava that would be too bad. It would be the massive smoke. Remember, the planes couldn't fly last time because of the smoke in the atmosphere was destroying the engines. So if you flew through this, you'd crash and die, and loads of planes had to be grounded. So uh, it's looking like the uh, this volcano over in Sicily has been popping out lava for the last number of weeks, since February the 16th, and uh, it's been raining down ash on a nearby town. So listen, we might as well get everything out of the way. They say bad things come in threes. Well, bad things have come in about three million over the last while. Pandemic, wildfires, what else? We've had a bit of a recession and a, you know, economic recession. Might as well just add volcano into the mix. A volcano erupted so you can't actually travel for years. It'll plunge us into global darkness for years and a new ice age will form. Do you know what scares me? My thought process is, well, the restaurants will be open. I think I'll be so excited about just being able to do normal things in Ireland mm. for the next two years. Yeah. And then I'll probably want to go away. Yeah. But it, it'll be so overwhelming to be able to do everything again. I won't be able to cope. So, you know, a restaurant night out, dear God. I guess on Mount Etna, it seems to be spewing out lava and it's covering the local towns over there in Ash. So who knows? There might be a massive explosion just to add things into the mix. Speaking of things to do around the country, right, I watched a really good YouTube documentary. It was really, really sad as well. It's called The Irish Pub, and it just interviews small little family-run pubs from all over the country. And it's just like Owlads sitting in the bar and people having a drink, and pre-COVID, obviously. And I was like, I'd love to visit all them. But yeah, simple things like that you miss. Just being in a pub. I cannot wait to go to a pub again. With no masks on, oh, no stop. distancing, just sitting in a packed pub. I won't. I wouldn't even care if people were farting in the pub. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, listen, good luck. Uh, anyway, just keep your eye on that, and um, that could be there to wreck all of our lives. A volcano. Maybe this literally is the end of of humanity. Maybe we've wrecked the place so much yeah. that they're like, you know what? Earth has kind of said, here's what they need. We'll wipe them out with a plague, and then just to finish the job off, we'll make all the volcanoes erupt. And that's the end. I'm sure this was in the uh, Bible at the end, Book of Revelations. We're going to see four horsemen down the M50 and then we'll be like, oh, for God's sake. Job done. Anyway, that could be coming uh, sooner rather than later. Now, before we wrap up this evening, here's some inconvenient, uncomfortable truths that are 100% true and they're factual. They'll probably make you a little bit... Ah, for... This is the thing, right? You think about uh, truths that are actual truths that you don't want to believe... That people will try and question, but 
you can't question them. So these are actual objective truths and facts as opposed to my truths? Yeah, that's exactly it. So, um, you know, for example, you know, we spoke earlier, cats, if you die, they will eat your face. Like that is a fact. No matter how true. fluffy, beautiful and kind those cats are to you and you say, no, my cat's different. No, it's not. Every cat's the same. They will eat your face. Uh, koala bears can actually give you chlamydia. What? Yeah, koala bears can give you chlamydia. You can get chlam- chlamydia. Sir, why off were you koala- googling this? I what have you been doing to a, to a koala bear? Google came to me and told me about this information, <laughs> and it's sure absolutely now? and utterly this disgusting. Is, this is put far too many disgusting images into my head that Sir started a sordid affair with a koala bear, and the koala bear didn't get an STI check. And they're like, "What do you mean? You've given me chlamydia?" Those lovely little koala bears that you hold when you're on holidays, and they're so cute, they and then they chlamydia. give you chlamydia, and then your boyfriend goes, "Well, uh, you're dumped because you've been sleeping around," and you're like, "I just held the koala bear." Waff! I don't. I I don't believe. It's that. true. I I checked this up on a Come number on of now. different sources. Come on. Are you sure this wasn't just hundred percent? So koala bears can give you chlamydia. Yes, they can. Yeah. Well, listen again. As you mentioned, great excuse if you're ever caught with chlamydia, you can just say, "I was down the zoo." Just went to the zoo. And they had a petting thing at the zoo, and I held a koala bear, and it's like we don't go, have koala be bears in Dublin. Shut up, Dublin Zoo. <laughs> they had the STI koala bear on show. Wow. Uh, Humans shed forty pounds of skin in their lives. Oh, if, sad that it wasn't a year. You could lose a load of weight just from shedding skin. That'd be nice. 40 pounds is a lot of skin. That is, what, about 20 kilos? 20 kilos of skin, yeah. Dust. Yeah. Is skin particles. Do you, the other thing I heard, right? You know farts? Yeah. When you smell a fart, that's literally fart particles going into your into nose. Into your nose, yeah. It sticks to your nose, or your nostril hairs. Yeah, obviously, because that's what But that's what they say. Are. Any smell, yeah. Any smell that you smell, good or bad, even if it's a bad smell, there's some of that in your nose. And that's why you can smell it. And oh, that, that, that alone is, is terrifying. This one, horrific. Do you ever get red eyes from, from the water? Like if you go to a swimming pool. Yeah. Do you know what that is? It's chlorine. No, it's not chlorine. It is chlorine. It's urine. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's chlorine. Red eyes at a pool chlorine. are caused by urine, not chlorine. No, I do not believe 100%. that. 100%. Sergio, you're lying right now. No, you're check lying. that up. I, I looked this up on a number of different sites. It sure way. wasn't a joke site called like Dougal or no. something.com. Why do I If you're afraid of spiders, you are always within six feet of a spider at any given moment. I don't believe that either. At any given moment, there is a spider six feet away from you. Hang on. When we go swimming and our eyes turn red, it's because swimmers have peed in the water. There you go. The nitrogen in the urine combines with the chlorine and it forms what's known as chloramine. And it's actually chloramine that causes the red eyes. There you go. Are you shocked? Are you uh, It's technically... It, it, someone has peed in the water and you know and it. I've changed the chlorine to something else and then that gets in your eye. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. We breathe... I actually didn't want to know that. Th- this one this one will make you absolutely sick to your stomach. We breathe a litre of farts every <laughs> single day. We breathe a litre <laughs> no, of farts. No, we don't. Yes, we do. A litre. A litre. Forty-eight percent drinks. Hang on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm trying to figure this out. A liter of farts yes. every single day. Yeah. So three hundred and sixty-five. I'd say you probably three hundred and sixty-five liters of farts. A lot more. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Well, the only good thing is now, right? You know, if you can still smell the farts that your other half are exploding out, it's kind of like a mini COVID test. So you should be welcome the farts if you can still smell them. It's a you're, good sign. You're COVID free. Yeah. Job done. Good sign. Uh, 48% of drinks from fast food places contain bacteria from fetal matter. Poo-poo. Say that again? Poo poo particles. 48% of drinks from any fast food 
place contains bacteria from your feces. Oh, that's yeah. rotten. So if you, if you overthought it, this is how you become a hypochondriac, yeah, isn't it? it is, yeah. You get really paranoid and you don't go out and you're just like, oh, God. Every single thing you do, you're going to be thinking twice. Sleep well, everyone. So you've today you've inhaled a litre of farts. Yeah. If you've gone swimming, which you probably haven't because everywhere is closed, it's red eyes from the pee. Yeah, if you've gotten maybe a drink from fast food restaurant. There's faecal matter particles on it. Yeah. And if you're smelling someone's farts, it's the fart particles going into your nose. Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Nothing's They're changed. Disgusting. These are just facts of life. That is disgusting. There you go. Unforgettable facts. Yeah, it'll make you feel a little bit queasy and uncomfortable tonight. Well, thanks for those, Saoirse. You're welcome. Thank I you. found them very amusing earlier on. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thanks very much. Yeah, I like that. Uh, right, listen, that's pretty much it from us this evening. We play a song here from ATB, but tomorrow night is Wednesday, which obviously is... Let's just skip over that. I'm not, I'm not entertaining you because you get far too excited about this. Yes, it's Shock Jocks. Yes, it's back tomorrow. Yes, we're going to change it to the more fun vibration oh the orgasm one yeah, yeah every question you get wrong we get an orgasm no of course not that'll be far too pleasurable for you shock jocks if you've never played it before tomorrow night at 9.40 it's a head to head quiz you could win yourself a 20 euro just eat voucher free takeaway on us tomorrow night happy days but every question that you get wrong we get electrocuted we have a shock collar strapped around our neck and I'm going to make sure now I wasn't happy with how tight it was around your neck I'm going to make sure that it's right in there tomorrow it was right in there I don't think so it bloody was I don't think it was it was is it in yet? I don't know. Right. Anyway, that's tomorrow night. A that's shock what she collar. Shin <laughs> Dirty. That was her Irish one. That's what she said. Oh, hang on. Uh, 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 uh. Anyway, uh, that's tomorrow night on the show. Shock Jocks. All right. So if you want to play, drop us in a message tomorrow. Shock Jocks on your details. And you could be coming on to. Uh, to play that simple 10 general knowledge questions. You ever get the most right, you'll win. Job done. Every question you get wrong, we will get shocked. Tomorrow night, 9.40. So do get in touch. Tomorrow morning, 10 past 8, another chance for you to win a thousand euro on the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Instagram is back, so do be sure to tune in for those. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.